Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Oh Lord, we thank you. We thank you that every day we meet, you don't cease to surprise us. You keep doing it and doing it and doing it because we are not tired of giving you thanks. So we know you are also not tired of doing it. Thank you for keeping Thank doing you, it. Lord. And we promise we will always bring back the glory. We will always come back to you with the thanksgiving. We will always come back to you with the appreciation. We will always Amen. come back to you and say glory to your name. Thank you. Amen. God keeps doing it. Somebody who is grateful to what God is doing, why don't you lift up your right and shout thank you jesus thank you thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah and watch this the scripture says that and they were all amazed and they glorified they amazed and glorified god and then it says that saying as they glorified god this is what they were saying we never saw it on this fashion we never saw anything like this they will say that about your life. Before we move on, let me tell you a story ahead. This story was told by uh, Reverend Istudanaba. Some of you might know him. He's a great man of God. He said his father was into deep occult. He used to live in some, the northern parts of Ghana and that those territories can be very strong in occultic activities. So his father was into deep occult. And he said his father could sometimes they'll be asleep and his father can wake up and go out and in, in front of the house call and some big pythons two of them will come and be conversing with his dad he'll be telling them this has happened this is, then he'll be talking to him he said one day he woke up accidentally and saw his father having a conversation with pythons late in the night deep at night yeah that's how deep the man was the man was so powerful spiritually in the dark side and so when he became born again his dad said hey we don't do that in this house we don't do that that's how we say it in in yoruba we don't do that here <laughs> and so the father said no you have you, you can't be doing he said that i'm doing this thing he said if you do this, the gods i worship They'll be upset with you and they'll deal with you. He said to his father, leave them for me. If they are strong enough, let them come. Let them come. And he told the dad, the next time you go to your shrine and you mention my name at the shrine, then the shrine will break. And the father went. The next time, he always goes to do it. So one day the father mentioned his name. And the next day when the father came, after the night he mentioned the, the shrine had broken, falling down. The father said, this is my son. What are you using? It seems like you are using something that is more powerful than the one I'm using. <laughs> and one day, the father, the son was doing an event, a service, proper program. And he said, you know what, this thing, let me go and see what this, this boy is doing. So his father decided, I'm going to go for the service where my son is preaching to see what's going on. And he went, he sat at the back there. The power of God was moving power, ministry, things were happening, miracles were happening, the Holy Ghost was moving. The man was so dazed, flabbergasted. He sat there, 
when they went to he went to the, the mom the wife his wife he told his wife look your son he has got something this your son we have to fear him he has got something stronger and the next day he came to the service again and came forward and gave his life to Christ somebody shout hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you imagine if he had followed his dad, saying all oh, mm. these church, church things? The dad didn't know how good the church thing is. That's why sometimes genuine family members, they care about you, they love you, they are comes, they, but they don't know that what you this godly thing you are doing is the breakthrough for the family. They won't know and they'll be fighting you. Don't take it personal. Is the enemy trying to frustrate you? The enemy is fighting the family by fighting the one who is bringing the testimony. Mm. And guess what? The man became born again and gave his life to Christ. So when he got home, he went home. He went and cleared all the shrine. He broke everything. He said, now I found the God of my son, Jesus Christ. There is power. The man said, I have never seen anything like this. That is what is about to happen in your life. People Amen. are about to admit. People are about to testify that we have never seen anything like this. Hey, we have never seen anything like this. They will ask you, where have you been? What did you contact? No, you have to show me this power. We haven't seen it because of the testimonies, the wonders, the miracles God is about to do in your life. If you believe that that is going to be your testimony, shout a living amen. Amen. And in Luke, in Luke chapter 5, verse um, 26, we read it yesterday again. Yesterday we read it and we are reading it again today. It says that, and they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, what have uh, we have seen? We have seen. Uh, we have seen strange things today. <laughs> we have what? 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 It will get to tell people who just be watching you when they are gossiping again and they mention your name. They will tell people who tell, hey, please don't mention their name. Don't Amen. mention their name. Here. We don't want problem. We don't want problem. Years ago, somebody went. Some armed robbers in Nigeria. They went and stole a certain man's car. And when they stole the man's car, they took it to their quarters, their center of operation. When they are, they took it, and then so they were trying to get the car ready to strip it, and you know, and they saw a sticker, a sticker and a tape. Years ago, it was tape, plain. It was in the car. It wasn't playing, but they saw it. They said, Ah, this guy, this is a witness. He goes to Bishop where the post church, and the boss said, Ha. Huh, you guys have told you when you are stealing, don't go near those people. Mm. If you are going to rob anybody, don't go. Those people have been, take their car back. Please, I don't want trouble. Take their car back. <laughs> yes. This is power. Someone shout power. Power. This, these are the kind of people, by God's grace, we have direct connection with and we follow directly. Last, Amen. last December, Bishop Oyedipo laid, called me. He laid his hands on me. He, he put his up and he said that go and do exploits in United Kingdom. So what God is doing amongst us, I'm not surprised because I have contacted a superior, a, a senior anointing. Mm -hmm. I've contacted a senior anointing. I, I, Archbishop laid hands on me. Reverend Piakofi laid hands on me. I met mm -hmm. Bishop Dark. He spoke into my life, prayed over my life. And Reverend Eastwood spoke. In, I'm telling you, no wonder God is doing this thing. No wonder God is doing this thing. Because uh, this boy is too small. There's mm. a bigger anointing from senior wow. Me, wow. senior ministers. Bigger anointing from global global generational changes and the uh, Holy Ghost specialists. Someone shout hallelujah. 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 Yes. 
Sometimes good to hear what God can do. There is power in preaching. Mm-hmm. And there is power on this platform. Never t- t- take for granted when you get opportunity to listen to preaching, especially preaching, pure preaching with wholesome words from God's word. Yeah. I see God changing your story. Well, I want us to spend some time and pray. Because Jesus said, pray. Mark, Matthew chapter 26, verse 40. Jesus said, pray. He, he came to his disciples, found them sleeping, and said to Peter, what? What? Couldn't you, could you not watch with me one hour? The next verse. Watch and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. New King James. Watch and pray, lest ye enter, uh, NIV. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. You know, you have to pray. Because prayerlessness is what makes you a victim. Today I was having a conversation with, I mean, as usual, we are, we are always talking, my wife and I, we are always talking. We started talking about um, 24 years ago, and we, the conversation has never finished. We are always talking. Wow. So uh, today as we were talking, we were having a chat. Uh, don't marry a man you can't chat, you can't have a conversation about Bible with her. It's dangerous. Mm. <laughs> you can't have Christian conversation with him. Hey, when you are dating or you are courting, you should see that this guy does not like talking about church and God and Bible. He wow. doesn't like Bible. No, no, no. He, he likes movies. He rather talk about movies mm. and fashion. Fashion. There's mm. nothing wrong with movie or fashion there's not to talk about it but if that's all he wants to talk about anytime you bring bible we say no, no i'm not interested bible my friend let's talk about something better i'm telling you you are getting yourself into trouble wow. if you marry this girl or if you marry that that man be it a girl it's even more dangerous when it's a woman who for women find it easier to love god easily the woman with the issue of blood, she pressed on. The woman at the well, she, she, women can flow. That's yeah. why I said the other time, anytime there's anything that looks like revival and you don't see women or any woman amongst them, uh, it's not revival. Because if there's revival, you, there will be women there. Wow. Women can easily, genuinely flow with God. Yes, yes. And Satan always also needs a woman in the garden to come through. Hey, okay, <laughs> the double agent. <laughs> so, if you're a woman and you avail yourself, God can use you mightily. Some of you listening to me, God is going to raise you as very mighty women of God. Mighty women of God, you change this generation, you change this generation and make impact anyway. So, um, as I said, it's not good when you are courting somebody to marry and the person does not like Bible. Let me go back to what I was talking. I was having a conversation with my wife. And my wife said some things that are very powerful. He said that, she said, um, you know, uh, 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 Peter. Eh? There's a difference between Peter and Judas. Judas betrayed Jesus. Peter denied Jesus. What they all did was not good. So how come Peter still continued and did ended up doing well 
and Judas couldn't repent and killed himself and he'll be in hell. How come? Because Jesus prayed for Peter. Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. Yeah, Luke chapter 22, verse 31. Satan has desired to sift you like wheat. Yeah, indeed. Sift like wheat. Uh, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to, for you that he will sift you. Verse 32, he said, but I have prayed for you. So Jesus prayed for Peter. Did you see that? Jesus prayed for Peter. That's why Peter survived. And do you remember we were reading um, um, four days ago on the 12th of January, we read Acts chapter 12. Did you remember Peter was kept in prison? James verse 3, James was executed. Herod killed James, executed James. And when he saw that it pleased the Jews, it got him political capital. He went for Peter to also kill him. You see? So he sees Peter. And because he saw it pleased the Jews. Look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And when he saw that he pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to see. You see, when he killed James, he saw that this thing, no, politically, that's good. People were happy. Hey, you are the king. Ah, okay. Let me go for Peter. That's even bigger fish. So he proceeded and went for Peter. Since Peter also, now it was during the days of unliving bread. So he put him in prison the day before he was executed. Do you know what happened? But when Peter, the reason why Peter couldn't be executed was church was praying for Peter, verse 5. The church prayed to God for him. James, we didn't, there was no record that prayer was made. Peter escaped all these times because prayer was made for him. Jesus prayed for him, but not Judas. That's why Peter made it. The church prayed for Peter, not um, James. That's why Peter made it. So you see what, what I'm talking about. This is why the conversation with my wife this afternoon. She said, I said, wow, this is deep. I said, I, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to use it. He said, I know you will use it already. <laughs> Hallelujah. So why am I saying this? It's, it's, you cannot pray enough. You haven't prayed enough. So you cannot say you've prayed enough. You cannot pray enough. We have to const consistently and constantly and uh, without fail, without season, incessantly pray. Bible says pray without season. First Thessalonians 5.17 and in Colossians chapter 4 verse 2, continue fervently in prayer. We have to continue in prayer. Tonight we are going to pray. We are going to pray. In James chapter 5 from verse 13, is any Mary, let him, uh, sorry, is, is any amongst you suffering, let him pray. Is any merry or cheerful, let him sing psalms. Is any amongst you afflicted, what should you do? Pray. Instead of complaining about the challenges, pray about the challenges. Brothers and sisters, there are declarations going on on this platform, but we are also going to take advantage of the atmosphere and the anointing and pray and tackle anything in your life that the enemy wants to use against you. Pray. Pray. Jesus, as I told you the other time, I was reading a few things from my notes. How this, from my notes, um, Jesus prayed in the morning. He prayed in the evening. He, 
He prayed when he was being baptized. He prayed after ministry. Jesus prayed during the for the transfiguration to happen. Jesus prayed when he was alone. He prayed when he was with his, his disciples. After the Jesus prayed after the Last Supper. He prayed just before his crucifixion at the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus prayed for Peter. Jesus prayed for little children. Jesus prayed on the cross. Jesus prayed at table when they were having the Last Supper. Jesus prayed in his ascension. And when he went to heaven, he prayed. Jesus asked others to pray. He asked people, he said, pray, 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 pray that you don't fall into temptation. That I just read it earlier on in Luke chapter 22, verse 40, and Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. And Jesus urged the crowd to pray. He told the crowd, pray. Luke chapter 21, verse 36. Jesus urged the crowd, the people, he told them, watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape. Ha! All, all these things that will come to pass and stand before the sun. said, pray that you'll be counted worthy to escape. So if you don't pray, you won't be able to escape some things. If you don't pray, you won't escape some things. You can be a cheap prey and a cheap victim if you don't pray. So Jesus told the disciples, pray that you will be counted worthy. He told the, the crowd actually, pray that you will be counted worthy to escape. Hey, that's a serious statement. Pray that you will be counted worthy to escape. Pray that you will be counted worthy to escape. Pray, pray that you will escape from the pandemic. Pray that you will escape from the death that is coming, that people are projecting. Oh, oh, there's all, there are all kinds of conspiracy theories. But the good news, as I said yesterday, that some of us will be alive and well to tell the story. Amen. Yes. So pray that you will escape. Pray that your children will escape negative and satanic influences. Yes. Many people's lives get destroyed by wrong influences. Your daughter was so innocent till she befriended this devil. This devil who taught her how to take drugs. I mean, introduction. Remember some of the things that you are struggling with in your life. Not all of them, but some of them is someone who taught you how to do it. Taught you how to taste it. Taught you how to get there. Taught you how to see some things. Taught you what to say. How to get. It's, so it's always, what if that guy who introduced you to gambling, what if he wasn't, he had not become your friend? You would have been free. Mm. You wouldn't have tried it because you didn't even know about it. There are things you don't know exist, but they are there. They are there. There are things. There are so many things. There are complex de device. A complex devised systems for sinning. Yeah. The complex one. Advanced level of sinning. Yes, every a lot of places. But you would not know. You would not know until you introduce yourself to some friends. And what I'm saying is that pray that as your daughter, ma'am, as your daughter is in uni, you do because of the work we do, we, we pastor a lot of people. And some of them, they became so worse at university. They went off at university and tested all kinds of things that have now permanently damaged something in their life. But mom doesn't know. Mom thinks my daughter is an angel. Mom thinks my son is an angel. Meanwhile, they have, they have also mastered how to do it undercover and you will never know. We want to pray and rescue your children ahead of time from this kind of stuff. Amen. Yeah, pray! Pray that you become worthy to escape!
Pray that you'll be counted worthy to escape. Pray that you'll be, that pray always, that you will be counted worthy to escape all these things. Amen. One of the most devastating things for people, especially young ladies, is to get into a relationship that is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And in your, in your uh, late teens or early 20s, mid 20s, you give it all, your all. You give it your all and all and all only to realize it, it's not going anywhere. When you are 28 or 27, the thing backfires. Then you become bitter. Then anyone, any relationship you try, you are bitter. So you, you really can't open up properly. And then you start another one. You start another relationship. By the time you realize so quickly, you have now crossed 30. You are 30, 31. And now there's nobody in your life. Your entire marit marital uh, uh, destiny has been compromised. What am I saying? I'm praying that you escape. You escape from this kind of people. One of the things that can cost you is wrong relationships. Yes. And some of us are, unfortunately, you open your heart, you are genuine, and you thought you are dealing with the right person. I don't know why I've moved into this. Pray that you escape. You, you young 18-year-old lady, pray that you escape, mm. that you are not left wounded. Mm. We want to pray that you'll be counted worthy to escape. There are so many things you have to consider escaping. This has taught, uh, uh, taught uh, people, the people to pray. Okay, And he taught about prayer. He, he said the whole parable to teach them how men always ought to pray. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. He said this parable to teach them how men always ought to pray. Men always ought to. Prayer is an always ought to. Wow. Prayer is an always ought to. And Jesus was very angry. Mm. Jesus was angry when people changed the house of God from place of prayer to place of trade. He was wow. very angry. Wow. Because he said, the house of God must be a place of prayer. Mm. My house shall be a place of prayer. My house shall be a place of prayer. Mm. Did you see that? And he said, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Look at Luke chapter 19, verse 45. And 46 the same thing and he went into the temple and began to drive those uh, drive out those who bought and sold in it verse 46 saying to them it is written my house is a house of prayer why he was angry drove them out why are you changing this thing into business into trade it's a place of prayer church is for prayer if we have come here let's make it a place of prayer hallelujah so Jesus Christ was angry when they changed the, the house of God from a place of prayer to, uh, to a, a place of um, trade. So we have to pray. And then finally, the, this thing I've been meaning to say about favor. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4. Nehemiah prayed. He prayed to God. When he heard it, he was sad. When I heard the words, I, when he heard that the, the walls of his father's sepulchre and the Jerusalem, the walls of Jerusalem were broken and he was sad. So he said, when I heard it, so it was, when I heard these words, when I heard this word that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days, I was fasting and praying before, I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. He fasted. And he began to repent. Verse 5. He prayed before the God of heaven. And I said, Oh, and I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, 
oh great and awesome God, wonderful God, powerful God. He said, you, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and, and observe your commandments. Then he started, his prayer was very long. He prayed to God. Right, because the condition back home was no good. And he was in exile. He couldn't go. Mm. They won't allow you to go. He prayed. And guess what? Look at chapter 2. Let's start from verse 1. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, which uh, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had never been sad in his presence before. Verse 2. Therefore the king said to me, Why is your face sad? Since you are not sick, this is nothing but sorrow of heart. So I became dreadful, dreadfully afraid and said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tomb, lie waste and, is not, and its gates are burnt with fire? Look at the next verse. Then the king said to, to me, What do you request? So I prayed, watch this, so I prayed to God, to the God of heaven. When the king asked me, I pray to God. Look at the next verse. Pray to God, God of heaven and said to the king, if it pleases the king, and if your servant has found what favor in favor. your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah and to the city of my father's tomb that I may rebuild it. And the king said, watch this. The king said, the king said, the queen be how long will you will your journey be? And when will you return? So, I, so it pleased the king to send me, and I, uh, and I set him a time. He did because I had favor. He prayed to God, and he got favor. Some of us, the job promotion you are believing God for is favor. Amen. It will take the hand of God. You, we need. Yeah. So we want to pray. We want to pray for the favor of God. There are three major prayer topics I want us to do quickly. First prayer topic is you're going to pray that God show me favor. God show me favor. Now watch this. Before you pray that prayer, there might be something in your life. Before you pray, there might be something in your life which you want to commit to God. In other words, maybe you, are, you have an interview, upcoming interview. Maybe there's something you are dealing with. Your, maybe your uncle. Your uncle, there's, an, there's a situation that is no good. Or your auntie or your mother, your father. You, it's really something that is bothering you. It's on your heart. Listen, we are going to pray and say, God, God, give me favor before this person. Give me favor before my auntie. Give me favor before my uncle. Give me favor before my family. Are you getting what I'm saying? Pray. Pastor, I don't know how to pray. You don't know. It's because you don't know your problems. If you know your problems, <laughs> you will pray. Anyway, you can you imagine your finger is jamming the door and say, I don't know how to call. You have to find a way of, hey! Pray. Talk to God. Pastor, when I pray, my words finish. Say it again. Talk to him like a man would talk to his friend. Mm. Talk to him like somebody who is talking to his neighbor. Oh, talk to God like he's standing in front of you. Don't talk to him like he's not, this is too big to listen to you. No. Talk to him like he wants to hear you. Second prayer topic. It's very imp uh, uh, important prayer topic. Some of us, whether you like it or not, you have enemies. There are people who just don't like you. They don't, your breakthrough is a trouble for them. It's a border for them. Your progress, it, it, they interpret your progress as their downfall. You want to pray that, Lord, the wishes of my enemies, let it backfire. There are people who are actively working against you, you never know.
God exposed them and discredit their voice against me. Let their voice, let their contribution against my life be discredited. Amen. Maybe they are in a boardroom. They are the ones who don't like you. They saw your name and said, this one, no, 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 no. How? They just don't like you. And they are going to say something that, they, like the, the voice of Ahitophel, it carried so much power that if it's listened to, it will, it will make a difference. But God, David prayed that make the God, oh God, make the counsel of Ahitophel foolishness. Because if Absalom listens to Ahitophel, we are down. So some people, they must lose the credibility of their voice. They must be, their voices must be discredited. Their voices must be discredited. Their voices must be disdained. Their voices, what they've got to say must be rejected. If there is no rejected, it will hurt you. You want to pray that, Lord, discredit the voice of my opposers. Discredit the, the influence. Let the, my enemies lose influence. Let those who have the ability to hurt me, harm me, stop me, or frustrate me, let them lose influence. Let them lose favor. Let it backfire. All their ill wishes. This is a very important prayer. This is an important prayer. I need you to pray that you will escape from all these things that will fall before people. All these things. Pray that you will be counted worthy to escape. You want to pray that, Lord, let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. That last prayer. Is anyone, I quoted Eleon, is anyone afflicted? Let him pray. That means prayer is heavily prescription for the for afflictions, uh, 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 human afflictions. Prayer is the heavenly prescription for human frustration. Prayer is the prescription from above. Is anyone afflicted? Is anyone in trouble? Psalm 50 verse 15. Call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you. Why worry when you can pray? Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Karen's Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.